Casual Gaming with Brett and Jace. We are one of the top 100 uh, Geelong-based gaming podcasts where we play some games and talk about them. I really am excited about the day we can say, like, top 80. <laughs> I have absolutely no proof. I've just chosen. I'm pretty sure that there aren't more than 100 Geelong-based gaming podcasts. I could be mistaken. You know, I, I, I'm tempted to start another, say, 90 and <laughs> have them all better. <laughs> I mean, we we're at a low much. bar anyway. <laughs> uh, oh, dear. Um, we ran an event last Saturday. So, Thoughtless Bowl 2. Run is not a term I really identify with. <laughs> um, just as an activity, I dis like uh, but it definitely happened thoughtless bowl 2 it it was it happened people showed up games were played fun was had by me if nobody else i had a lot of fun that's like, oh, my. That's two for two man that's it what a, this is again why we run them they amuse <laughs> us everybody that is us wins yes and yeah other people can tag along for the ride what it was was a Blood Bowl Sevens tournament where, you know, we're two for two for Sevens. We're getting a bit of experience. We kind of know we're, what we're doing. Basically 14. I only stuffed up on rules inquiries twice in the day. I and one of those at least didn't matter. Yes, true, true. So, uh, you know, Blood Bowl Sevens, we gave people a couple of skills. So it was a normal 600K roster, plus you got to choose uh, three of your players. Two of them could take a primary and one could take a secondary, as long as it wasn't more than a strength four piece. I thought that mixed it up a little bit this time. Yeah. And that was that was kind of the dream, right? In that we'd run a bog standard 600K, no extra skills, no nothing tournament as the first one. As a bit of a taster, let's see, let's see what it's like. And I think you know, ultimately, our takeaway was that was good. Let's do more, but you know, can we make it a little bit more interesting, a little bit more challenging? Give, give people a little bit more variation. So if there is two of the same team, maybe there'll be a little bit of a difference between them as well. Yeah. Uh, you know, just just extra opportunities to just do fun, personalised kind of stuff. And what that seemed to do is bring out more. Duplicate, duplicate teams. So last, the Thoughtless Bowl 1, we had two Necro teams, and it was the only double up from memory. Uh, this one, we had 15 players sign up. Unfortunately, one of them had to drop out last minute due to the very real COVID, which is a thing, unfortunately. But, um, you know, got on him for pulling the plug, knowing to pull the plug, when to pull the plug. But we still ended up with 14 players. Yeah. Disappointingly, an even number, which meant that I didn't get to play. <laughs> nah, well, can't have it all. 
So why don't we go for a bit of a rundown in, in what we actually got. So what we actually got, um, the most taken team, Dark Elves. So there was three Dark Elf teams on the day. So they, they were by far and large the, the, the largest option taken. Um, some would say very good team in sevens and that's why people were doing it. Others who know who took them would say there are teams that people are currently playing and getting used to and and they went right well here is the team that i'm currently playing i guess i'm taking that so i don't necessarily think it was a a power choice it was necessarily like a meta choice or anything like that um but it is the way that it turned out is there a meta in blood bowl absolutely i screw over everybody yeah but people still think they can they can game nuffle (laughs) fools Rookies. Um, so three Dark Elves. Uh, from then, there were two each for Orcs, which was a surprise to me. It was. Uh, um, and uh, Necromantic. There were two Necro teams as well. Very nearly three. Very nearly three. Very nearly three. Although one Necro player changed to Nurgle last minute, and I'm very happy about that. I love me some Nurgle. I mean, I probably prefer playing Necro, but it was good. It's mixing up is mixing up was glorious. Big fan. So three Dark Elves, two Orcs. As I said, I, I did not see that coming. Um, and we'll probably talk through the results and stuff a little bit later. Um, two Necro, rock solid. Uh, and then we hit one each Skaven. There were very nearly two of those, but somebody had to drop out. Um, so Skaven, Norse. So the new Norse roster. No uh, beer pigs, though. I mean, sevens makes them hard to. <laughs> I to, really want to see someone take it in sevens. <laughs> anyway, carry on. I'm it's, interrupting. Look, it, it's doable. Like if you took the Yeti and the Ulfwerners, you'd have to. Doable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, let, let's get back. Anyway, so one Norse, one corn. One vampire, one dwarf, one human, and one Nurgle. So dark were the only variety of elves. Um, Necro was the only variety of undead, apart from vampires. But that's not really undead. Now no, I'm just confusing myself now. Yeah. yeah. You carry on talking I mean, about important no, things. I'll interject no, with no, no, no straight corn, uh, no straight chaos. It was all flavored chaos, corn and Nurgle. Um, so look, reasonably good spread. Dark Elves, it was said, were, the, were the, probably the outlier, and I knew who was playing, and I knew what teams they were taking because they're the teams they're currently playing. So no real surprises there. Um, but where we kind of hit more of the duplication was in the skills. So if we talk about what people were allowed to do, and we basically said, look, let's not complicate it. Let's give everybody three skills that they can take. So one skill per player, you can take two primary skills and a secondary. And then the only extra caveat is that no putting secondary skills on a strength five or above player. So effectively, three skills, two primary and a secondary, go throw them on three different players and have some extra stuff to mix it up. Um, 
What that actually turned into, however, was, and this is the number of times the skill was taken. So, you know, some people took it more, took some skills more than once in the case of primaries. Um, 10 instances of block. So 10 block players. Sounds about right. Pretty standard. Um, eight leader players. Also to be expected. Yeah. Um, so they were the top two, followed by guard with six, dodge with five, and then we start to dribble into the twos and ones of things like sure hands, catch. There were two jump ups I thought were cool. Um, pass. There was one leap in there. There was one safe pass in there. Um, there was one extra arm, one nerves of steel. So, you know, the, the bunch of twos and ones at that point in time. But effectively, this came down to block, leader, guard, dodge. Yep. Which is to be expected. Should I mean, not be surprised. Should not be surprised. Uh, we can say we're a little bit disappointed with this. Look, I'm not angry. Not angry, no. Totally totally expected. But oh, I really wanted somebody to bring something just totally left field. Wacky. Yeah. Look, I think where we got excited with the idea of the skill, the, the players pack and the skill pack was the fact that you could do wacky-ass shit. Um, and at sevens, you're allowed to do wacky shit. Like, that's kind of the point of the game, right? Um, but I suppose what we didn't what we perfectly allowed and was perfectly legitimate but didn't necessarily think of is just what you would normally do in a standard Blood Bowl tournament setting with the option to choose skills in a skill pack type setting. Um, and the fact that, you know, sevens with no rerolls means that, that that leader is at a absolute premium. Leader was it was legitimately the way to go, and and admittedly the rerolls do add a bit of time onto these games, which um, you know is something that we need to think about for perhaps for the next one, but totally understandable, and you know it, it's the cheapest way of getting a reroll in any way, shape, or form. Anyway, yeah. So I mean, effectively, no. Still a reasonable spread of teams, still a reasonable spread of skills. Um, I suppose that we didn't necessarily see particularly wacky ass. There are a couple of interesting concepts. There are a couple of interesting ideas. Um, I think there was only one person that took an inducement mm-hmm. for that entire thing. So their, their team didn't quite hit the full 6K and they got some... And we got a desperate measure or something. Yep. Um, but look, I will do a quick shout out to what I think was the coolest set of skills on on the day, um, which was one of the Necro teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and, the, and this is the Necro team with the four positionals being two werewolves, two ghouls, and then proceeded to take a pass werewolf, a catch werewolf, and I think it was a sure hands ghoul. Yeah. Uh, um, look, yeah, absolutely. Moose's choice of skills was just that out of the, out a bit out of the field and 
Um, I remember, yeah, game one, he pulled it off, passing from a werewolf to a werewolf, and then called me over and said, where do I write that down? I said, nowhere, because we're not I mean passing doesn't actually affect anything <laughs> get it get it tattooed onto your thigh for all I care but yeah we we have no need to know of this I mean I wanted to know because I, mean, yeah, I wanted to, to see it pay off um <laughs> and it is in I mean, game one because I mean realistically a shorthand school with handoff a wolf pass and a wolf catch that is a lot of movement it's like 23 is, squares. Yeah. It's just, yeah, awesome. It's further than the pitch. It's it's the best. Um, so, yeah, I, I liked I liked the idea. But, yeah, beyond that, as I said, very much what you would expect from a, a tournament, a Blood Bowl tournament skill pack kind of deal. Um, so they were the, the teams. They were the skills going into it. We kind of knew what was happening. We kind of knew who was coming. Um I was super keen to see who who did what and, and what happened and all that jazz. But um, a couple of things, I suppose, for the day that, that changed for me, which was super cool. Um, first one is we didn't have to ask anyone to bring a pitch. No. No, we didn't, actually. We put it in the players' pack. We had a couple of people rock up with pitches, but we didn't. Appreciate it. Thank Absolutely. you. Um, no. So people showed up to the store and, and wandered in the door and were presented by uh, a store full of pre-set up Blood Bowl pitches that were all shiny. They were all neoprene. They were all brand spanking new. They had giant TCG logos, logos in the middle of them. Um... So yeah, we were pretty pumped because you know the the like, it was cool getting people come in, look, come in and go. Oh wow, this is this is cool. This is you know another level. I mean that was that was personally gratifying, which is again oh, why we do these things. We got so many compliments on those boards, and even by people that weren't there and that had just seen the pictures on on Facebook. The yeah. the boards were the real star players here. Let's face it. Yeah. I mean, they could, they could have run it without us, to be honest. If we just had to set them up and left, somebody would have worked it out. Um, the bookkeeping is not important in Blood Bowl. Um, so that was glorious. Uh, and then I suppose the other the other half of that, which is always nice in these tournaments, is being able to just hand something to the players as a little memento of the, the day. So um, all the players got a couple of dice and uh, a little ball token as well. Um, and again... It was just a cool seeing people roll dice with a big, you know, Thoughtless Bowl 2 logo on the top or uh, the little ball carriers kicking around. And uh, this is something we want to keep going. Like, it's just, for us, the big thing is, I mean, I like I love dice. If you've listened to this, you'd probably know that already. I tend to collect more dice than any human can possibly ever need in their lifetime. Uh, but there is something about having dice specific to a tawny and you know we fully intend to keep that going we've done it with both of them so far and let's you know yeah just it's just gratifying yeah and it's something special it's something to say that you were there 
Yeah, look, a, a little bit of exclusivity goes a long way, I think. It's it's those ones where you can go, look, I have them because I was there. You weren't there. You don't have them. Nernies. Um, <laughs> I, I'm a big fan of. Yep. Yep, absolutely. Um, and, yeah, and so we'll, we'll, you know, toss around ideas, uh, you know, whether it's dice, whether it's other stuff, but I feel like some kind of, uh, you know, you were here on whatever day, memento is, is a great thing to be able to take away from a tournament. Absolutely. So shall we go into the important stuff, the rounds and the teams and all that yes. sort of stuff? All, all the right. stuff that all happened. All the stuff. So want to thank the following people, and I am probably going to murder some of these names, so apologies in advance, in no particular order, and by that I mean alphabetical. Uh, Alice Wood played Nurgle. Anthony Sweetman played Corn. Clinton Broomhall played Dark Elves. Dylan Carter with Dark Elves. Dylan Gertz with Humans. George Cotu with Orcs. Lockie Galimo with Dwarves. Marcus Anderson with Orcs. Mark Yelverton with Norse. Matt Bruce or Moose with Necro. Matthew Bohia with Dark Elves, Tim Cotu with Necro, Tim Meary with Skaven, and William Hoffman with Vampires. So thank you all of you guys for coming, and hopefully we did you guys justice and, and put on a halfway decent tournament for you. Hopefully you all had fun. But 14 teams, seven tables, four rounds. Now, the way we scored this is 20 points for a win, 10 points for a draw, no points for a loss. And then to make sure that you know, there weren't too many ties or anything that we had to deal with, uh, you got extra points for casualties, up to a maximum of three per game. Extra points for touchdowns, up to a maximum of three per game. One extra point for a perfect defense, meaning that your opponent did not score. Uh, so that was a grand total of 27 points possible per round. That's the maths part anyway. Yeah. So, look, the, the dream there was is your standard win-loss draw kind of as an initial and then give us some countbacks for when you have, you know, three people on three wins. Who's actually winning? We've got a couple of options. Yeah. Um, so not rocket science. No, no, not at all. Anyway, round one. I'm just going to go straight into the results. I don't think there's any point in saying who played who and then what the result was. So, uh, round one. Skaven defeated Norse 2-1. to one. We had Dark Elves defeating Humans 2-0. Orcs defeating Dwarves 2-0. Dark Elves defeating the other Orcs 2-1. There's a lot of Dark Elves, I'm going to say. Uh, Necro defeated Nurgle 1-0. The other Necro defeated a Dark Elf team 1-0. And then Vampires defeated Corn 1-0. So already we're seeing you know, the faster teams getting those extra touchdowns in. That 2-0 uh, win to the Orcs was pretty cool, though. Yeah, I mean, for what is you know an averagely fast team, not a particularly quick one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, round two. Dark Elves defeated Necro 2-0. Norse defeated Orcs 3-0. Huge, huge. Always good to see three touchdowns in a, in a game. 
Dark Elves defeated Nurgle 2 0. Corn defeated Humans 1 0. Orcs defeated Dark Elves 1 0. Necro defeated the Vampires 2 1. And then Skaven defeated the Dwarves 3 0. Now, this, this was a funny one for me because uh, it was uh, Tim versus Loki. Loki playing the Dwarves. Loki ran Skaven in Thoughtless Bowl 1 and as well as one of our previous leagues and like just dominated. So it was interesting to see him come uh, come up against his old team. Yeah, this is a little bit of a tasty for our own medicine moment, to be honest. (laughs) I mean, he walked away from Thoughtless Bowl 1 with the trophy for the most touchdowns and uh, then suffers a 3-0 loss against them. Now he knows why. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Look, interesting. I think there was some. You know, the big thing there is big scores. There are a couple of bigger ones, um, and actually a lot of nils, a lot of really solid defense. Yeah, and I yeah. think you know that's probably a piece that you can't underestimate in a tournament result. Those extra a the extra points for perfect defense, but b getting that little bit of higher touchdown differential. Just not having anything scored against you, glorious. Um, yeah, they really playing D. Yeah, defense. Defense really played a part in um, in the scores. There were quite a few. Uh, in fact, there was only one team throughout this, the day who did not get at least one point for perfect defense. Anyway, round three: Norse defeated Dark Elves one nil. Necro defeated Dark Elves one nil. Corn defeated Dark Elves one nil. Oh, not a day for the Dark Elves. Not a round for them. Vampires defeated Necro 3 0. Yeah. Yeah. And that was the, the, the passing Necro team, too. Uh, humans defeated Nurgle 2 0. And then in the first draw for the whole day, Orcs drew with the Dwarves, nil all. And Skaven defeated the Orcs, the other Orcs, 2 1. So by the end of round three, we have two teams on three wins, which is Tim's Necro team, Tim having won Thoughtless Bowl one with the Necro team. Uh, uh, and then my Tim, Necro team. Your Necro um, team. Let's. Be really clear about this. You're still claiming uh, that, aren't you? Absolutely. He only won that first one because of the team. Uh, <laughs> disappointingly, he he took his own team for this one. Um, so I don't have any of the credit for anything he may or may not have achieved. And all of his team was Necrons. Yes, they were very pretty. I really enjoyed that. Uh, so and Tim M with uh, Skaven. So Skaven Necro both with three wins, no losses, no draws. So we go into the final round. So round four. Yeah. Nurgle versus Orcs, nil all draw. Vampires against Dark Elves, two all draw. Norse defeated the other Orcs, two nil. Dark Elves defeated the humans, three nil. In the Timoth at the top table, Necro came on top 2-1 against the Skaven. Corn defeated Necro 2-1, and then the Dwarves drew with a Dark Elf team, won all. Yeah. So let's break that down to the last round. We had two people literally playing 
one of them, if they won, one of them was winning. I think even if they drew, one of them was winning, to be honest. Um, They were, you know, that far ahead. So we were relatively confident we had a a playoff for first. Then what we had, though, was a massive pack in the middle who were kind of that one game behind. Um. And the results of the game mattered for podiums. Like there were a a huge number of people in the running for places just because they were, you know, there's there's two people on three wins and a whole bunch of people on two wins uh, and and a swag of points. So it was actually really cool going into that last round knowing that stuff was going to get shaken up. And then to get that many draws in that last round. (laughs) <laughs> oh. so we had one one draw in three rounds and then one two three draws in the final round yeah i think you know if we look the next table down from the uh the top table there would have been the dark elf vampire off mm-hmm. um they were literally you know in, playing for third at the start and then they drew and yes. that draw bumped them down um, beyond, you know, yeah. there are at least, there were two teams only sh- a little bit behind them that got wins, uh, and you know, it, it literally jumped. They just leapfrogged, yep. leapfrogged, leapt, Let, look, I don't know. They did a slam thing. They were no longer behind, I say what, rolled an ankle and, you know, anyway, <laughs> broke their own armor and killed a catcher. Anyway, um. <laughs> but it was bringing back memories for you. Uh, yeah, this is PTSD. Um, yeah, no, I was just super pumped going into that last round, knowing that there was stuff for grabs. Like it was not a done deal, um, and there were a lot of people in the mix. Yeah, no, it was fantastic. It was really, really interesting. And that I watched a lot of that Skaven versus Necro game, and oh, yeah, it was you know things started fairly evenly and then just a couple of rolls went wrong for this game and, and it just well it takes there. and you know they're both good players they both yeah. you know know how to capitalize on their mistakes and they just you know when something goes wrong you pounce and you take the opportunity when it's there um it was a really good game to watch um you know it, it, it was a head scratcher for a while yeah oh yeah oh yeah so, final results. Tim C, Necro, 92 points. So, by far the winner for the day with, you know, four wins, no losses. Then we hit three people with three wins and a loss. And this is, you know, this is where the points really come into it because number two, Mark playing Norse, 73 points. That, for me, was... I mean, I know Norse are a decent team, but I was not expecting them second. No. Uh, and he, you know, he played well. He he had a loss in the first game mm-hmm. um, and lost to the Skaven team, Yep, uh, to Tim Skaven team in the first first round. Um, and even that was a close game. Uh, I, I caught some of that. Um, but, yeah, he, you know, very much admitted that, you know, luck of the draw, kind of losing that first game, put him in a really good position to do well throughout the rest of the day. And he just it really did. He capitalized. Yeah. Yeah, the, Tromampoline. 
Trampampoline. Uh yeah, and he bought that team what a week before, painted it all up. They, they were fantastic. gorgeous. Yeah. They were so good. I couldn't believe when he said, you know, he'd spent a week painting them. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how much time in that week, you know. He he, he didn't see much of his wife for all for all reports, but they Is were that a pretty good thing or a bad thing. Well, you know, if you're his wife, probably a good thing. Um <laughs> they uh, were pretty. They were pretty. Uh, third, Anthony with corn, 70 points. And Very similar cool. kind of deal. Yeah. I think he lost the first game uh, and then yeah, played vampires. hard. Yeah. Yeah. Played hard for the next few and just, you know, d- didn't didn't play for the draw. You're not allowed when you're playing corn. You no. play for the kill. <laughs> um, you're playing for blood. Uh, fourth place, Tim with Skaven, 68 points. So it really yeah. came down to that. So that top table, like. If Tim had won that game, he would have been right at the top. But just how close those, you know, second, third, and fourth were was insane. And it's 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 harsh to drop down, you know, from the top table playing for the win to drop down to fourth, which yeah, is just out of reach of a, of a place. Two points. That's all it was. Uh, fifth, William with vampires on sixty-two points. Now, uh, Matthew on da- playing dark elves also got sixty-two points. William just pipped him on total touchdowns. Can we just reflect it for a second there? Vampires mm-hmm. and fifth, as opposed to thoughtless bowl one, where they came last, dead last, without mm-hmm. winning a game or doing anything of value. Um. Damn, and it was the same list with a couple of skills. So it was four vamps, four thralls in both instances. Mm-hmm. Um, damn, and I, I'm going to need to to get some hints and tips. Um, <laughs> Somebody's eyeing vampires for next season. Totally unrelated to this result, my opinion. <laughs> um, now, nah, very cool, very cool. So fifth and sixth, it's like spot on on points. It just came down to the total number of touchdowns for those. So with these, we had a couple of things which were decided by differentials or things like that, and a lot of them, like we were going to the third or fourth differential to get an actual placing. Uh, number seven, Clinton, Dark Elves, 49 points. Go, Clinton. Like, that is awesome, mate. Uh, number eight, Marcus Orcs, 47 points. Number nine, Dylan C with Dark Hills, 33 points. Number 10, number 11, both on 26 points. Lockie with the Dwarves, Pips on Casualty Differential to Moose's Necros. So again, probably expect. Yeah, well, you'd expect that. Uh, number 12, George with Orcs, 25 points. Now, I do want to give a shout-out to, to George here because George had played Blood Bowl once before this tournament. Yeah. So and his first game of Thoughtless Bowl 2 was his second ever game of Blood Bowl. And that is just, oh, I love it. I absolutely love it. And, you know, playing, what did he play? He played Dark Elves, Norse, Dwarves, Nurgle throughout the day. And, like, it was an absolute pleasure to watch some of his games. Uh, He did have, and this is, you know, my, uh, I don't want to say play of the day, but uh, he had an orc against Nurgle who needed to go for it into the end zone and rolled a one and then used leader. 
and rolled a one. Oh. And then the following turn, jumped up, grabbed the ball, again needed to go for it to get in the end zone, rolled a one. <laughs> it's like that one to get to get in the end zone. Um, George, yeah. welcome to Blood Bowl. Yes, um, we hope you enjoy this. Your is, day. This is this is not new. This is this is this is the the baptism that we all go through. Um, but yeah, to, to literally show up after playing one game of Blood Bowl, going yeah, I'll give this a red hot crack. And look, he did really really well. He picked up everything. He just ran with it and it was glorious. Massive cheers to all of his opponents as well, who really did play in the spirit of, "Hey, all right, you you're pretty new to the game. Let's let's help you out. Let's make sure you know what's going on, and we're not doing janky bullshit shit that you can't follow." Um, and so, I mean, that's exactly the spirit of the, of what we wanted to do. So, you know, our leagues, our tournaments, by all means, play play to win or whatever. But the goal with us is to introduce new players and, and for it to be a friendly spot for new players to join. Yep. And hopefully George, you enjoyed yourself because, you know, and yeah, you know, playing one game and he's came 12 out of 14. So, uh, beating Dylan G uh, with his humans on 23 points. And then, Just yeah. Mildly embarrassing given he's what coming second in the league at the moment that we're currently running. Yeah. Dear. Yeah, add some skills on and um, oh, different uh, story now, isn't it? Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> all good, all good. You know, as you know, Clinton is coming dead last in the current league with Dark Elves and came seventh year. So go figure. Yeah. Um, and then bringing up the rear, Alice with her Nurgle on 12 points. She was doing well, <laughs> doing well. Okay, she was having, having a um. A day where she was she was eager to come last, although you know not throwing games or anything like that, which is not what we want to say. But yeah, when she found out, I think she ended up with uh, what was it one draw? I think yeah, like Dylan G and uh, a couple of them ended up with two draws, and that just took them out of the running for the wooden spoon. I was very disappointed though that she wouldn't make any of the noises. The sound effects for her beast of Nurgle. Oh, didn't like she? It, no, like she, 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 she'd be like, "Oh, you know, tentacles. We need to do a thing." And I'm standing there, you know, making the the grossest noises I can possibly make to replicate. <laughs> She's like, "Oh, you know, you've got ten. <laughs> and she wouldn't do it. And I'm like, "Come on, where's the immersion? Where's the anyway?" Let down, let down. All right, so we did give a couple of other awards. Uh, so top three got a, um, you know, we we had some vouchers which were kindly vou- um, kindly done by Throw the Dice where we held this tournament. Um, we also had a couple of trophies which we gave away as well uh, and some fancy dice, so first, second, third, and the wooden spoon got awesome-looking dice. So everybody that got thoughtless bowls too, guys. Cool. But uh, the others got first, second, third, and last got some pretty fancy ones. Uh, We also did an award for most casualties because we thought that most casualties would be a good one to do it for. The problem is that four teams ended up with the same amount of casualties at the end of the day. 
and a lot of death. Yeah, it just, in the end, so it came down to differential and the corn team, Anthony took it away with that because he caused more deaths and suffered less deaths. Which I'm not sure is in the spirit of corn, can I say? Not really, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> it is what it is. Corn it was the criteria that we had defined. Yes. Yes, that's it. Uh, we also had a an award for best opponent, so whoever people enjoyed playing the most and just pipping Matthew's Dark Elves for that was Dylan Gertz playing the humans. So congrats, Dylan. You know, a first tournament coming away with best opponent, that's not a bad thing yep. at all. Some would argue the most important, you know, award of an event. So, you know, props. Yeah. Absolutely. Is it better to be a better person than a better Blood Bowl player? I don't know. I mean, in life, yes. <laughs> in Blood Bowl, mm. now probably still yes. <laughs> um, and then the last one we had was Coolest Team. So we had people vote for, they left their teams out over lunch. Everybody went round, had a look at everybody's teams and voted for what they thought was the coolest, whether it was paint job, whether it was, you know, style, whatever the case may be. Sweet metal tokens. Sweet metal tokens. That got points. Just letting you know, Tim, that got points. I, I kind of want sweet metal tokens now. Yeah, yeah, Jace has been talking. Um, so we had quite a few teams up there with a chance. Um, so, I mean, the Norse got quite a few votes. The um, winning Necro team got quite a few votes. Skaven got quite a few votes. Um, and a couple of extra call-outs while we're talking about this. So yeah. Tim Skaven, he has been painting yellow and green checkerboards on yeah. all of his gutter runner cloaks. insane. I had to stop like, and, and stare at them first game because they were just amazingly done. That was garbage. Um, the other Dark Elf team that was kicking around with the, the Ninja Turtle themes, we actually had like a pizza box with a Foot Clan yes. foot on it. Um, and he had he replaced the heads with little Foot Ninja and he had like the, the witch was painted up as April O'Neil. That was again. He was giving cool. away pizzas, little gummy pizzas, wasn't he? Yeah. So I, he had know. the full theme going. So cool. yeah, Matthew Matthew's Dark Elves game came second, definitely again. Um, but the the winner by far for best uh, coolest team was the Nurgle team, Alice's Nurgle, which is you know. She pretty much tripled the second place as far as votes go. Yeah. In fact. And let's be fair. They're, they're bullshit good. They're bullshit they're, good. Like, they're, they're very pretty. They're they're pretty with flowers and they're, they're wearing tie-dye armor. Like, yeah. let's not get started on, on Alice's painting skills again and how little time she's been painting for and all that. It'll just make me angry. But yes. Look, I literally, and and I had to double check, but there was, um, so there were 15 voting slips. Mm -hmm. So one for each player plus one for Rich. And the I saw Alice's name on every single one of them. Every single one. The only one where she didn't get points was the one where she wrote her own name. But her name was still on it. <laughs> 
So yeah, just well deserved on that one. Yeah. That was awesome. I mean, a couple of quick couple of quick other thanks that I'm gonna throw out there just while we're going. First mm-hmm. one has to be to to Rich and throw the dice. Um, again for hosting us and putting up with all our bullshit. Um, but it's just so nice having uh, uh, just clean, fresh, lovely welcoming place to come in and play a shit ton of blood bowl um you know everyone walked in and went oh is this your local oh, this is a bit nice um yeah it, it's it's such a sweet place to be able to host something like this it's the perfect size um and it's just it, it's a nice place to come and absolute and, win yeah absolutely like we love the nerd fairy and, and his shop but uh in in direct opposition to that Rich is very, very happy to have Blood Bowl there because it's just one of those games where he he always gets astounded by everybody and how much the laughing is going on and how much fun and you know everybody seems to have fun with Blood Bowl. So Rich is it's equally as impressed. I think it is Blood Bowl. That's it what is. it does. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> It's glorious. Um, the other one I have to thank really quickly is uh, Doomy from Doomy's Dungeons, who supplied us. Uh, you know, did all the logistics and the, the dicking around with the mats, um, with the uh, the dice, with the um, you know gold, silver, bronze, and then the wooden spoon dice, which mm-hmm. are the first ones. Uh, you know, as far as I know, they are the first ones to be produced. Uh, oh. <laughs> in a like we're, we're the, literally the first ones he's done them for. Um, but again, if you are looking for support for tournaments or leagues or anything like that, um, go hit up Doomy's Dungeon on Facebook. Uh, give give Doomy, uh, hit him up and he'll do everything he can to, to help you connect you with suppliers, do a lot of the logistics and the running around, which frankly is stuff I don't have to think about. So the best thing ever. Um, like the... Props to, I mean, both to to Doomy for for everything that he's done, but also to you for for all the organising and and stuff. The the prizes, the the mats, the dice trays, everything that we had was just incredible and looked amazing. You know, if you haven't seen it and you want to see it, there are pictures on Facebook of the event. Uh, there are also pictures on our website uh, if you want to see the dice trays or the mats. Um, subtly, they're under the merch section if you want yes. to own one. Because that is a thing that you might like to do. You should like to do. You you do. You would like to do. Let's admit it. Yes. Um, so. Carry on. No, look, they, they were the main ones um, beyond that, you know, everyone for coming, I suppose, you know, you could sell for, for doing all the data entry and basically let me just wander around and heckle people for the day. It was a fun is, day, fun day. Like if all I have to do is sit there for a couple of minutes and enter stats, I'm happy to do that just yeah. to get a day worth of watching Blood Bowl. Yeah. I mean, two days later we had our league night, so it was good. So I actually got And my in. God, was I bloody well itchy by the oh, end yes. of that. I mean, I think someone actually mentioned that by the end of the day, they noticed that my pacing or wandering around had sped up <laughs> and I was going at like double the speed that I started the day with. And my God, did I want to play Blood Bowl at the end of that? And then, yeah, we had league night on Monday. 
thank Christ, because I was going to explode. Um, and I don't know if you've been able to tell, but my enthusiasm for the next league night is at an all-time high, and it's like another two weeks away, and it hurts my soul. Uh, well, speaking of league nights, we do have a couple of things to announce as well. So first of all, we are, you know, if you are in Geelong, if you are not in Geelong and want to make the distance we have a league which we play every second monday at throw the dice the current league has one more round left and then the finals and then we'll look to start up uh the next season shortly after that we'll give people enough time to think about what teams they want to play and get them ready if they haven't already yeah couple of uh, practice games that we'll be practice. in yeah we'll have a bit of fun so if you're all interested in joining that just hit us up on the socials uh secondly thoughtless bowl three i think is coming like we had too much fun not to do thoughtless bowl three so watch this space for that however in the meantime throw the dice is doing all systems go which is a two-day event uh day one is going to be 40k lord of the rings and Blood Bowl run by us. So it's yeah. not Thoughtless Bowl 3. It is all systems go. But it will be run with the same sort of Intent, unprofessional passion. Uh, yeah. Wanton enthusiasm. Um, so, look, very much under the, the Throw the Dice banner. Uh, and look, the other cool thing here is it is a two-day event, but all of the, the the things are one day. So, you know, day one you can play Blood Bowl. You absolutely should play Blood Bowl day one. Um, day two you want to come back. There's other games if you want to play Infinity or they're doing a Warhammer Fantasy Retro Edition. I'm not sure mm-hmm. which edition, but a Retro Edition um, and something else. No, I think it's just the two on Sunday. Oh, it's just the two on Sunday. Three um, on Saturday, two on Sunday, and then I mean Saturday. Who knows how late that's going to go? I think Rich has plans for the evening as well. Look, he's got the venue though. The the other part of this is it's a bigger venue, so it's not at the store. It's at a, a bigger venue. Um, you're going to be able to mix and see some other games getting played um, and mix with some other players. It is a licensed venue with food there, so everything is all inclusive. And there's just a really good chance just to mix in with more gamers and and chat and hang out and and do cool shit and play a, a bunch of Blood Bowl. So, yeah, heartily endorse that. Jump on board. Tickets are on sale now. We've already had a couple of people snap up Blood Bowl tickets, which just pleases me no end. Um, and, yeah, it's it's going to be a super fun. It, it, we're running with a very similar intent, theme, and, and kind of mission. Um, so whilst it's not Thoughtless, Thoughtless Bowl 3, stay tuned for that one. It is, you know, another very similar event. Um, on that, I suppose there's probably a question from us around what we liked about, obviously we made some changes to the pack. We, mm-hmm. we let people have some skills. We changed game round times. We messed around with things a little bit. Um, what do you think? Did it work? Did it not work? Are we better or worse at our jobs than the first time round? It's going to be worse. It's us. Oh, probably, yeah. That's fair. Um, that that was a loaded question. 
<laughs> but yeah, any questions or any pointers that you want to give us, um, we will take them on board and put them towards the players pack, which we'll assemble for all systems go. Absolutely. So give us feedback. If you came, if you had thoughts, if you have ideas, I have a couple. Um, they're probably terrible. Um, probably. But, you know, I'm super keen to hear what, you know, people who were there thought and even what people who weren't there, you know, maybe you've attended events that did something super cool. I want to know about it. Um, or something that just didn't work. Tell us so we don't do that. Yeah, absolutely. So that's it from us, I think. I haven't got anything else. Nah, that's it. It's it's the same old um, jump in the Discord. Come and yeah. chat to us. Um, you know, especially if you're interested in some Blood Bowl because we are chatting some Blood Bowl. There is a whole other season ready. Um, so if you're keen, um, yeah, get involved and, and start the hype now. There are guys just gagging for games at the moment. So, you know, even if it's not League Night, I'm relatively sure you'll, you'll find someone either to show you how to play Get, get, you know, bring up to speed um, or if you just want to jump in, you already know what you're doing and, and get some more games in. There are some dudes that are absolutely hanging to roll some more block dice. Um, so jump the Discord, get that happening. The Facebooks, the the Instagrams, the Twitches, the pod be- the Twitch beans, the Twit beans, the, the, all the stuff. Only you know fans. what we are. Yeah. 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 Um, um, the other thing I want to mention too is uh, we will be announcing our June giveaway shortly, as soon as we finalise a few details on that. Um, all the giveaways that we do generally are fully paid for by our Patreon, so we want to thank all of them. Um, if you, for some reason, think we're doing a halfway decent job, please, you know, by all means, jump on the Patreon. They get automatically a couple of entries into the every draw, so you can boost up. I mean, we gave away a Blood Bowl team at Thoughtless Bowl uh, for, you know, people, and people could get up to four entries depending on on a couple of prerequisites there, a couple of them being Patreons, of course. Um, but I want to say a shout-out to Anthony, who not only came and finished third with Corn, which is fantastic, showing me how they should be run, because, yeah, I am currently, what, eighth in our league, something like that, uh, but has also jumped on as a Patreon. So thank you very much, Anthony. He's running a Bloodspawn, isn't he? He is. Maybe that's what I'm doing wrong. Are you not running a Bloodspawn? No. Mm. Yeah, you've done that wrong. I do like the Bloodspawn model, but it is Forge World, so I'm hesitant. He had had the Grebo one, and that is Mm. very pretty. I did like it. Yes. Yes, Um, His was a Scroller. Scroller. I forget the name. Yeah, but it's effectively the Grebo one. It's yeah. very good. Um, yeah, so massive shout out. Thanks for, for jumping on board. Um, thanks for coming down. And, you know, hopefully we we'll see you at some more, or A, events, B, maybe even an occasional sneaky league night. We will yeah. see. Yeah. Um, West Melbourne is not that far away. No, no. I mean, Val's coming every Monday from Brunswick, so. Yeah, but I don't think that we should really use Val as a. Uh, a benchmark for anyone okay, ever. Okay. <laughs> anyway, that's it for me. Yeah, no, I got nothing. 
Cool. Thanks for listening. Laters. Gotcha. Casual gaming. Casual gaming.